Well, I think the humanities at Trent are unique because of the smaller groups that students get to learn in, and particularly in humanities disciplines like history, for example, philosophy, literature, cultural studies, Canadian studies. You really benefit from being able to work with each other and to come to new understandings through conversation. And that's something that Trent has managed to preserve that is very difficult to preserve. And a lot of these smaller groups are still taught by faculty members. There are some graduate students who are very carefully mentored who do some of the small group leading, but we still have a lot of faculty members determined to remain in those smaller group settings and, and guiding the learning. So I think that's one thing that sets the Trent humanities apart. It's Trent students are unique in their ability to express themselves Themselves. And since I've been here, I've noticed that they really care about who they want to be in the world. So, of course, they want to excel academically, and many of them do. But they're also really interested not just in what job they're going to get, but in who they're going to be and what kind of contributions they're going to make to the world. And that makes my job as a teacher enjoyable and more meaningful. But really what happens at Trent is students become known. They become known by faculty, they become known by staff, they become known by other students and in that way they're able to discover more about what they can learn, what they can do. One thing that I think is distinct about Trent is how students are able to take courses from a range of different departments seamlessly. We all work within one faculty of arts and sciences, so students all belong to that same faculty. That makes it a lot easier. They're not encountering as many bureaucratic regulations if they want to take a biology and French double major, for example. There's a huge range of courses that students can take, but also there's a great flexibility in the way that they can put their courses together. So, for example, in Canadian Studies, we have three core courses, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, so we say it's as easy as one, two, three, and then also a course on Quebec and one Indigenous Studies course. So that's five courses that are required and the rest are electives, so students can take what interests them. They can either go for breadth across different parts of the country or they could focus, if they were mostly interested in history, they could do a Canadian Studies degree but have more of a focus on history or also uh, focus on envir environmental studies in relation to, to Canadian studies. They go together. It's really difficult to separate the research from the teaching. I've had, I've written articles and published them based on lectures that I've given in our first year Canadian Studies course where an idea that I want to talk to students about and the way that students respond to it then gets me thinking in a different way and then I write those up. So an example of that is this lecture that I gave on Terry Fox asking why it is that Canadians identify so closely with Terry Fox, which leads to questions then about what it means to be Canadian and of course the idea of what it means to be Canadian changes over time. And what is it that makes Terry Fox Canadian? say in Canadian studies that understanding the world begins at home and of course we are very much focused on the place that students are calling home while they're studying here. Both international students and Canadian students are studying within Canada. So we use Canada as a lens to think about the world and then we also think of Canada as a case study or even a laboratory to borrow from the sciences where ideas that are percolating in 
other areas like global studies are very relevant and grounded right in the world that we are living in.